Welcome to the Thinking Church podcast with Lee Button and me, Chris Bright. In this episode, we're going to be talking about assimilating first-time guests, what you should do, what you shouldn't do, things to think about. So without further ado, get your thinking caps on and let's get on with this week's show. I what oh, recorded. Oh, well, we've we are the alert. It's all go. Well, you know, we, just just before we hit record, you were talking about running, and my idea, yeah. my perfect run would be, um, you know those um, like M. C. Escher paintings where they go, go keep going downstairs and you just keep going down, but nothing's actually changed. Yeah, that would be my perfect because you're always running downhill, but you know it's still possible that you could do a whole circuit and not have to go back uphill again. Yeah. So oh, yeah, so yeah, you're you're on about yeah, you 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 basically I think the I think the point in those paintings was less about the it's all downhill continuously, it was more about it being all uphill and the struggle. But you know, we'll take it. You're going well, and, just, was it who's the, the guy pushing the boulder? Who's that? That Sisyphus, the guy pushing ooh. the boulder, that's like the original kind of like Escher thing, endlessly pushing the boulder uphill. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Maybe thinking mythology would be another uh, podcast that we could do at another point. Thinking art. Yeah. Somebody somewhere is just like you know had a minor, minor, minor issue with that. Going no, no, you're 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 out on one your pronunciation and who that was. But um, I'm sure that I'm sure that's about right. I'm sure it was him pushing the boulder. I think people but, will say stick to the stick to the strategy. I think that's probably what they'll say. Yes. Well, and, and with that, what we'll do is we'll get we'll get cracking. Um, today's podcast um, is brought to you by a. Uh, it, it was an Instagram post that I saw by uh, the great venerable Kerry Newhoff, uh, and he says that uh, he ran a, <laughs> a, a survey which said that seventy percent of church leaders do not, in their view, have an effective process for assimilating first time guests. I'll say that one again, just so we've got it for clarity. 70% of church leaders do not, in their view, have an effective process for assimilating first-time guests. So what this led us on to over WhatsApp was having a conversation. Well, I sent this to you on, on Instagram and thought, hmm, this is interesting. Let's have a little discussion on this. And, um, and, and then we got into a bit of a discussion about it as to different thoughts. And then we thought this would be a great podcast episode. Uh, and so what we're going to talk about is, uh, is assimilating first-time guests. Um, and if we can do that. Uh, so what we're going to do today is we're going to have a go at, uh, we've got three things each, like three keys for assimilating first-time guests. And uh, we, we've both kind of taken a slight different tack on this. Um, and I think this this is what will make it really, really interesting in in today's show. So We'll go three three things each. So we go one each. So Lee, do you want to talk about the first thing about assimilating first time guests? A key to assimilating first time guests. Uh, I'm going to first express my dislike of the word assimilate, but uh, I think that's where where I where, where I came from. This idea of uh, being pulled in. So it reminds me too much of Star Trek and the Borg. Uh, collective and they assimilate and everybody just give it a number. Um, but look, semantics aside around what the words actually mean, but this is about um, what you do with first time people and what, what the strategies are of that kind of like continued engagement. So my first point, 
the first one that I've got is I've said, um, and this comes from my uh, my love of the film Up in by Disney, is I know we've just met you, but I think I love you, um, which is from the uh, the, the dog. <clears throat> Uh, and it's that idea that, like, when people come in, particularly in small churches where you st- where it, you can stand out a mile if you are new in, that it generates such uh, a lot of attention that people just basically come on too strong, and yes. it's like mm. oh, you know, new person, and it, it's you know, almost like the surprise, the overwhelm, they're in awe, it's like somebody's come in, and like everybody goes at it and it's like you know we let's uh let's give people space let's not do that you know i know we've just met but i think i love you it's like no actually what what what's it uh what's an appropriate conversation and what this really says to me is if new people come in and one you know you want to get over it looking like a surprise if new people have come in but understand who on your volunteer team and who on your leadership teams or who in whatever setup you've got is responsible for making that contact and just like saying, hey, I noticed that you're new here today. Um, or I know that you, you know, you came and visited a couple of weeks ago. Nice to see you back. Knowing that you've got some roles and responsibilities around who is to do that so that you don't end up with that, everybody approaching them. And, you know, it, it's friendly and there's no no real harm in it but that coming on too strong we all what it's like you know like to kind of like it feels a bit hounded or uh you know just 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 makes it a little bit overbearing so i think it comes down to the roles and responsibilities of who have you got in place to to do that um and do they have some you know appropriate dare i say training but like just like you know a little bit of that you know what do you say to new people? How do you how do you talk to them? What common questions might they have? And how do you just like you know do it with a with an ease and a lightness that you're not coming on too strong? Basically, so that's my first point in assimilating first time guests. Try and avoid that. It's like you know I know we've only just met, but I think I love you. Is no how do how do we dial that back a bit? And I think it comes down to roles and responsibilities, knowing who's who's got the lead on that. Um, and how to do it well and appropriately without it being overbearing. Yeah, it also reminds me of the Carly Rae Jepsen song. Uh, hey, this is crazy. I just met you and this is crazy. But here's my number, so call me maybe. Um, and I think that's the similar thing. I think we kind of do that in church life. We, it is that instant, it's that instant thing where we, we you know, immediately we want to give people we've just met a hug and there's a big tunnel of volunteers that are like clapping people as they come in, and like it can be it can be awkward, especially for us us Brits, uh, because we don't really like that kind of thing. And um, yeah, I think like how how strong is too strong? What's you know? Because what you don't want at the other end of the spectrum is, you know, you just leave the door open and there's no one there. Yeah. You've got to find your way to your seat. So we've got to find this this middle ground between somewhere between there and 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 it, it can't be to the extreme of going like I, I love you, <laughs> you know, and because those kind of people we know it's they, they, they're weird, aren't they? When if you meet someone and they're just so overbearing, you don't want to see them again because it's just you know you know if they're like too gushy or too um, you know they they're, they're 
they're giving their you know that they're, they're just coming on way too strong it's it's really difficult um so i yeah how do you find that how do you find that balance i, I think it's got to be uh it's got to be well taught i think I mean, what it means is that your systems have got to be great and they've got to be thought through and they've got to be reviewed they've got to be um you need to see them from the the viewpoint of the person who's coming in not from the the because i think what we can sometimes do is we we think about it from our point of view how the welcome we want to give someone but if we think about it from their view as to what's the welcome they need what's the what's the right amount that they need i think that's it's just changing our perspective on things is a really big help yeah and that, that's what i mean it's it's the roles and responsibilities you know who who's doing what who's 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 the person at the door that just kind of like you know doesn't and don't set it up that that welcome happens in the entrance way you know you want it to be that you actually bringing them in and that once people are in the room and then like that that there's somebody else who can do that follow-up in a more appropriate space otherwise you end up with that kind of like people are congregating around the new person and like that's that could be really off-putting as well um makes it hard to kind of like because some people the first couple of times they come to your church want that bit more anonymity you know yeah. and i think that's the thing that in a smaller church like you stand out straight away but you can go to a larger church and like you get the welcome you get the introduction and people say hi to you but you kind of know that they probably don't know you from someone else that they've just not met in that room because it's so much bigger and so many more people so it's like yeah it's just like yeah being be, being appropriate with all of that and you know what's going on that's that that that's it so Chris, yeah. Move, move, moving forward, what's your first one? Well, my first one is on assimilation. Is that you know you've succeeded when people want to come back. And so I was thinking about this very similar to you in terms of the coming on too strong. And but if you think about it, is the goal is that you want people to come like a first time guest. You want them to become a second time guest. And there's great statistics that show that when first time guests become second time guests, who become third time guests, who become fourth time guests, when they get to the the fourth time guest nurse. Uh, then they're more likely to join your church than not. So that's that's actually quite a well-established fact already. Um, so what you want them to do is just to come back uh, and you want them to want to come back. Like you can, you know, doing that thing where you, you know, will you come back is, okay, that's fine. You can make the ask. But I was thinking about this from, a, you know, when when me and my wife have friends around that maybe we're meeting for the first time, we want them we want them to say oh we'd love to hang out again if they say it on their own accord because we're the welcoming people you know we're the people that are welcoming maybe they're new to to where, we, where i live or all that kind of thing um we want them to say oh i'd love to hang out again because that means that we've done our job well and that means that it is you you're, you're getting that balance between not too strong um not too you know not not too few and there's certain things so i was thinking about it from my kind of home perspective inviting guests around my house you know if i'm gonna go if i've got friends coming around you're gonna make sure their house is tidy first off that's a that's a starting you know if people come into a messy house it's a bit like you know that you suddenly oh okay that's a bit that's a bit odd you know i guess you know when 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 you've known each other a long time then then your friends are happy to deal with your mess <laughs> but you want a tidy house to begin with so that's a that's the first thing yeah. so so but and, and that can mean a 
that can and that can be translated in multiple ways in church life from from you know the very obvious of you know how tidy is the auditorium and how well is it looked after but through to you know are some you know there are there are times when you you know you dress up you put a, a shirt on um and uh and those kind of things you, you you know you 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 dress a little bit because you're wanting to you know you're wanting to make that kind of impression because you want people to um not see a false impression of you but see you at, at your best which is i think is i think is a normal human aspect of it um so there's there's that you tidy the house first off the second thing is you you greet people at the door like i i wouldn't just you know if someone's coming round there are i've got some friends when when i get to know them they, you know there are some friends they just open the door straight away and then they just come straight in and they can do that i you know they normally text first which is nice you know they're coming round they could just open the door and come straight in so i know they're coming but um but when a new person is coming round you know someone i'm just going to meet for the first time they're not they're not going to come in unless they're invited in so you know they come to the door you open the door like unless you open the door and say hey come in welcome can i take your coat and so you do need those kind of things so you need to have so that first whatever that first impression is um which i guess for for church world is is you know social media website is the first place that you that people will meet your church and then actually going to on-site is the car park um because they will they will interact way more with your you know the what they see of your car park will give them an impression straight away. The, the, there's great statistics on it. I think that um, the hotel industry have done, which is, you know, people have made a first impression about your organization. So the church in this, in this case, uh, 12 feet from meeting the first person. So that means that your car parking person is the most important person in your church because they're the first person you meet when they drive up. Um, so, so that thinking about that because that's the person who's opening the door to them and taking their coats essentially you know to to, to keep that that metaphor going and then i thought you know the next thing is you want to make sure that the food's good like so you want to make sure the house is tidy you want to make welcome at the door and then you want to you want to make sure that you know you, the food is good you get a drink in their hands pretty quick um those kind of things are really important so so then we think thinking about this so that's when you're thinking about the content of things that's that your um these things that help people they break down these barriers that and then because it breaks down the the barriers to conversation because all of these things are just like they're social norms that break down barriers to conversation and it's then the conversation that's when it happens and that's what you want to get people to is to a point of going oh i met you i like you i would like to hang out with you again and i think that's what we need to try and do so we've got to work on all of these things all of these aspects and so content's really important uh, our welcome team is really important, but it's all leading to the conversation. And that's the thing you've got to get right in the end of the day, which is at some point you've got to meet someone, you've got to talk to them. And I don't think when we say the conversation, in my view, I don't think that's the preach. I think the, the preach is more like having the meal. It's the conversation that happens afterwards. It's being able to meet someone and talk to someone. It's those yeah. it's those early connections that are made where they say, oh, I've met someone and I know them a little bit. and I, And I'd like to see them again and so i think we need to think about those things but you can't come on too strong if i you know if i just bombard them with questions as soon as they as my guests come in the door that's just not going to work um you know if i'm if you know if i'm yeah laying on too thick and giving them a hug that's going to be a bit awkward so you've got to like get that you've got to get it right yeah and <clears throat> It, it is a thing that I think that impacts 
smaller churches more because the focus of a new person is more is is just more intense yeah and it but we know that going around to people's homes you know when you go around to somebody's home even just to drop something off if they're not used to guests or visitors yeah 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 okay and it's not about it being awkward but some people just respond differently we need to get past that as well. It's okay for us all to be different. You're not best mates with everybody. And people finding the church aren't looking for you as a person. They've come. There's a reason why they've turned up. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I think we all, we have to, we have to um, have things in place to actually slowly unpack that for an individual as to why, why they've even shown up and why this place and that it's not, oh, this person's come in, I've now got a new best friend, I need to invite them around for dinner. It's, uh, they've come for something, what what goes the other way? It's not about what we want from them or the need in us that it fills because we haven't had a guest for so long, we haven't had a visitor, it's so great to have you, you have to stay because we can't keep, you know, it's like, no, 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 it's the, actually, you know, you came here today, what serves you, what you're looking for, how can we help you? And, you know, being, learning how to have those conversations, but also, what we see working in some churches doesn't directly translate to our own church. We have to be very contextual and very context specific about how we work out what's appropriate. And you can't, you know, and as I ha- you know, they talk about this like, you know, assimilation and okay, that's a bit kind of like marketing onboarding kind of terms, but it's very different in an American context, say with a church that's 1500, 2000 minimum as it is in the UK to churches that are le- mostly less than a hundred. Um, and that, that's the bit I want us to catch is look for the principles of welcome and the principles of guest services, as it were, rather than trying to copy how they do it. We need to make it fit who we are. Yeah, I agree. I guess that goes on to your, your second point. So your second key to great assimilation, do you want to just take us through that? Yeah, and that's it's it's an invite, not an obligation. You know, it's we need to be very clear about what we do as a church and what we offer, because if people are going to commit to it or want to come back to it, you need to be very clear. Do they understand where they fit, what the roots are, how they can get involved, and what things are on offer? It, it's not what we demand. You know, we don't want you to join us because we want you to give. We you know, we want it to join because we want to serve you. That's how the relationship should start. So like, it's an invitation, not an obligation. We're not putting up there all of the things are sort of like, oh, it'd be great, you know, because if you come back, oh, we're really short on kids workers. It's like, nobody needs to hear that when they've just only got into your foyer, okay? It, so it's, think about how you put it out there as an invite. It's sort of like, hey, it's been great to have you with us. If you, you know, do, you know if you come back next week, um know a little bit more about like you know the age of your children we know a little bit more about what you do it'd be great to connect to a couple of other people uh you know so it's more about what we've got and how it serves you rather than like who you are and what gap in what we have it will fill so it's to voice it as an invitation and it's an invitation not obligation yeah i really like that i think that you know you, you i've been in those scenarios where you feel like something's demanded of you and it's kind of like you know everyone's kind of going you are going to stay right and that's it's just 
obviously that just makes it more off-putting and and again it's, it's striking this balance between you want to you know if i was going to join a new church i want to go somewhere where you feel like okay there's there is there's somewhere for me to get stuck into as if you know i'm i'm a I'm a Christian moving to another church in that in this scenario, but there may be other people that you know they'll be not Christians and they're moving and thinking, you know, is is this somewhere I feel like this this fits for me? You know, is this something that I where I feel I belong and and um, to to kind of be in that thing where people are wanting something from you straight away. I remember um, a, hol- a story from a holiday that I went on with my parents when I was really young. And my parents, like, you know, those kind of like, you go on holiday and then suddenly like the reps try and get you into a meeting to go and join some kind of like, um, it, so I'm not going to call it a pyramid scheme, but it's some kind of scheme. They want to join, they want to get you into something. And, and you know what they want from you. And I didn't go to the meeting, but I remember my parents went to one of those, you know, they, they send you to the rep meeting, you know, whatever that is. Uh, and they're not just there to tell you about what's on the island or whatever, you know, you know, the, you know, and the restaurants around or whatever. They, they want something, they want to sell you something. And I think, uh, you know, I think Christianity's had a bit of a, a bad rap recently because we've, we've, sometimes been a little bit like that we've gone we've gone quite hard sell with some things and we're not not even meant to but we've kind of we've treated people like come in get saved you know or like come in or all right um start on a team next next sunday yeah okay right we'll see yeah you're leading worship next sunday you know it's those kind of things where you know we 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 go from it's that zero to a hundred of expectation. And, but what happens is if people feel like you're going into that rep meeting on holiday, that they're, they're just there to get you into a pyramid scheme. And of course, that's not ever what we're trying to do ever. We've, you know, I've never known any Christian that's ever wanted to, to do that. Um, and, but the problem is it's just how we come across is that sometimes our desperation, you know, whether that's a, we've got a new Christian couple family coming in and they're, you know, and you think, wow, goodness me, they're, you know, they're talented and they could be great. Or you've got someone, you know, a, a new, new believer that's coming in and you think, wow, I just can't wait to disciple them. And, uh, and so you just got to, it's like toning down your, uh, excitement a little bit. I, so, yeah, we've, well, we've all been there though. Cause it's like, I've seen that the moment somebody turns up at the door, and it's sort of like oh, they play guitar. We don't have a guitarist. It's yeah. like no, that's it's coming on too strong. It's sort of like oh, it's great to have you with you. We're short of a guitarist. It's like let the person have a coffee first. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they 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 might be looking. You don't know what their background is, or what their story is, or what they don't pigeonhole people either by what 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 they can offer. It's you know I've actually seen that go you know, that, oh, we've been praying for a worship leader and you've come through the door. And I've seen that, you know, be like flattery and then them get involved. And because of that pressure, after a very short amount of time, it totally broke down. And yeah. was it was damaging for everybody involved. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, so, you know, you want to get away from that. And, you know, maybe because you, you don't know what they're coming from or what else they're bringing with them or, you know, let's, you know, let people, we, we need to think about, assimilation as well isn't that kind of like moment it's process yeah it it takes a lot longer and you know because you want people to come in you want them to catch what you're about i i think you could be in a church three or four months before you can make up your mind whether you actually want to be there because i don't think attendance these days is weekly so you know people people's people's 
way that they commit and what life looks like is very different. Don't don't assume that, you know, because they've come once that you've also got to show them everything in that moment. It's like, <gasps> quick, roll out everything. They've turned up. Let's give them a lowdown of like everything that we could do. No, it's like, make it an invitation, not an obligation. See what they come back to. Um, you know, very gently, very gently go down, go down that route. Um, actually, probably this this touches very neatly on your 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 second point. But well, yeah. So my second point is to reduce or eliminate options. Uh, there's so many times when you I've been to churches and and what you see is someone comes in and you normally get like a leaflet or you know the um, the newsletter put in your hand and there's just so many different you know what you know oh would you like to come to the men's uh, event this Sunday oh we're doing a prayer event on Saturday oh there's a uh, there's a a breakfast for something or other you know on on Saturday afternoon would you like to come to that you know oh and then there's a you know there's a new people's group and then there's a new Christians group and then there's there's so many different options that's there it's overwhelming and all I need at the moment well, you know if I'm going somewhere is hey, if you're new and would like to say hello, which is, a, you know, then just go here or just log in here or just do that, just to check in here or, uh, if you know, and 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 it's making it, like you said, it's making a an invitation. Hey, if you want to say hello, get connected a bit more, go to this area here. It's quite simple. You just reduce down the option, just make it one option, just make it really simple for people because it's it's often quite overwhelming when you, when you, go to a new church for the first time you don't know your bearings you don't know where things are you barely know where you don't know where the loos are so you've even got to ask for that um and so just having you know if and sometimes you don't even want to meet someone on the first time i don't think i'd want to meet someone if i went to a church for the first time i don't think i want to go around and start meeting people and having a chat um i think i probably just want to have a, a you know a look in maybe just say hi to a couple of people who might you know but you want to keep it keeping it brief but then but so but the option whenever that option is available i just want one option one simple option just keep it really really simple uh whether that's yeah whether that's an online option yeah. which i think could be a really good good way of doing it nowadays because i think it creates it breaks down the barriers that you don't have you know you can meet people and get content and, and start to understand about who the church is without having to do that really scary step of, of speaking to a human being about it uh, and that is scary. And I think it's we're unaware of sometimes in church world of how scary that is to go up to someone and say, hello, I'm, I'm new here. I'd like to I'd like to talk about that. And, and you're going to ask me questions and I've got to have a conversation and make, you know, and for many people, making polite conversation is something they you just don't get to do because, you know, think about people's lives. They're, they're, they're going to work where they've probably known people for years. They go home where they know their families and and that's you know they maybe go to they might go to the pub but then they still hang out with the same people they know so that they people live in a familiarity world so going putting them putting them into something that's brand new like you can't be and we can't be unaware that the people don't do that you know even going to the shop the shop is there's a different psychological aspect to that you're meeting people you don't know but there's a like i'm not yeah. meeting a friend that i'm wanting to you know that the, the person in the shop is not going to become my friend they are someone that's you know that's scanning the thing and taking the money off me they're not you know it's very transactional very quick 
And they'll probably think of that, you know, they might think of it in that term first, and then it moves on to, you know, once you've known, you know, if you've gone to the same shop uh, every week and then you've met the same person every week, you start to go, oh, hi, hi, Jeff, great to meet you. You know, like that's, it becomes more natural. And suddenly you're like, oh, I I recognize you. And and I think that's probably a good way of thinking about it. That um, so, but by reducing our options, limiting our options down, we just don't. Otherwise, it just becomes it becomes so overwhelming. And and new first time guests do not need an overwhelming amount of options. They probably just need one option. Yeah, it re- it really is um, an odd environment, really, when you go into church for the first time, because it's like that that bit of we treat it quite like a membership you know people are people are people are coming in joining whereas there's lots of other things where if if you've all got the same interest you turn up but you don't have to meet everybody or get given it you know if i turn up wearing a certain football shirt and sit in the you know the home end as a as a as a fellow supporter i'm not generally greeted or anymore other than shown to my seat about where i can go and engage and enjoy the game Whereas like at church, we, we, there's, there's, there is something different about it and it's, we have to make it the norm and practice it so that we are relaxed about it and that it doesn't look forced or over the top. I think that's the thing, you know, you know, when, it, when you go to the cinema, we're all there to watch a show. When you go to like football, you're all there to watch the same match. You might be with friends and all that, but you all partake as a common understanding. Church has got that other piece that's far more, the relational element about how we're trying to uh, work with individuals and build with them. Um, and I think it, it's that, yeah, you know, the, the elimination of things that are unnecessary, but I mean, that goes into communications full stop, doesn't it, Chris? It's like, we should be having, you know, the stuff on display should be, you know, the, the, the cream of everything that you do, the, the top of like, you know, these are the three, four things that we, that we've got on, this is, you know, where you are. But this is how you find out the depth of like everything else that you can get involved in and who's doing what and what are the missions we're involved in and who's who and the finances and all these other things that go to the side of it. It's like, you know, that 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 is more of a footnote. You don't need that on day one. Um, but it, it, yeah, it is it's good to open it up that way. But it is it it just strikes me like how unusual it actually is in a new church. When, when you when you go in that the expectation of like who you meet and how it works um if somebody has really never been to church before and they turn up at your place we've we've established a lot of these things and think they're the norm but they are very unusual to everybody who's not been in church very unusual yeah, yeah really unusual I think that when we we do need to rethink how we think about church like just the kind of church norms because they have become norms to us you know the the expectation that someone's going to come in and make friends on the first week is just not a realistic expectation anywhere else in the world you know you just there's nothing else where you where you do that and so allowing people just to have time where and everyone's different you know if you're an introvert kind of as a, as a person then it might take you quite a long time to want to start to meet someone but it's that familiarity over time it's the 
you know you know they, they might just start with you know be happy with just a, you know a nod of the head with someone that you just you know they see a quick nod of the head and that might that might make all the difference and then but you want but you don't want to go too too light where you feel like unwanted and because the other the other extreme i mean you know is you know when you've been into like a pub have you ever been to, into one of those pubs where you walk in and you immediately are aware that you are not wanted i, I don't know if you've ever i've oh, walked in. yes <laughs> so you i mean and church has been a lot like that you know you walk in and often you know they look at you or they don't look at you at all and there's no like it's this kind of you just get this air of like whoever you are i've clocked you and i don't want you here that's the other one is with so you we've got to get that balance where you can't be too unfriendly as well so how do you how do you get that and normally you know the the what restaurants do really well and often some pubs is they have someone at the door just saying hey there you know here's the menu and like um and they they show you to your seat so that it's nice and simple you know they tell you where stuff is and and that it's a nice way of doing it and then they allow they they don't come on too strong what you don't get then is the manager of the the restaurant or the pub coming around and and wanting to know all about you and you know what's your job and you're like that's weird like why would you be asking me this they might come around at the end and just say hey how did you find it you know just but it's a you know quick two minute conversation but that's probably what's needed light light touches that build over time i think is a, is a really good methodology yeah absolutely absolutely there'd be some good sketches here i think we could do yeah that's for sure yeah absolutely should we go on to your third yes yeah, so my, my my third one i mean and you know if you've listened here long enough this is kind of part of the course but concern yourself with the health of the relationship not the transactional aspect or the growth okay this is it builds on the other two look look out for the individual concern yourself with their well-being and the health of the relationship over anything that you are looking for praying for you know if you've been praying for a guitarist because you need your worship bands like and someone comes to the door and they're a guitarist don't automatically make the assumption that it's them like concern yourself first and foremost with the health of the relationship um and you know all that other stuff gets added we are there people are consumers of what we do when we first meet them um and even if you know they've had church experience elsewhere if they come to us for the first time they're still a consumer of what's going on so it's back to that you know you know the invitation not an obligation concern ourselves with the health of the relationship and that's you know you go easy you don't come on too strong you uh you make it an invitation you ask the conversation you leave it appropriately, you know, you you just make sure that person is cared for, looked after, has what they need and knows where to go if anything is happening. And you kind of like, you 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 nurture to that point where it's like so much more organic. And I think, you know, that that that's my bit there is, assimilating can sound a little bit like, we need you here because we have to grow. Whereas actually, I think our role is to go, we value you because there is a bigger thing we're part of. Our concern is for your welfare and the health of relationship that we can have with you over whether you stay here or not. 
actually we want to see you have a good experience encounter god meaningfully have something to take away today and if we don't see you again we're actually cool with that but if you come back that's amazing and actually so it's the it's the health of the individual and the health of the relationship um and knowing to say a bit like the first one you know that it's sort of like no i know just met but i think i love you is we also need like the opposite end of that is like going hey we're not for each other but we can be friends do you know i mean it's like don't put too much on it just because somebody's come through the door that we're trying to like you know grab them keep them don't tell them that you're trying to you know oh you know if you if you stay do you want to go on a assimilation program it's like no (laughs) that that's probably not a language you should be putting out there so yeah you know concern ourselves with the health of the relationship and the well-being of the individual and if they come back they come back but some people that investment is is that you don't know what you've done to that individual what you've sown that day be kind and do it from serving because and assume that they're they're consuming whatever we have at that point and that you know we're not we're not instantly trying to do a a a, a grab or you know um you know uh, take from them actually we're sowing and being relational and giving and serving to that individual yeah i think there's there's a phrase that i've been using quite a lot which is that um people come for the content and stay for the community and so what you've got to think that when people first arrive at a church is because they're coming for the content so they've either seen your website and like it or they've heard your podcast or seen some of your preachers online and and so that means that actually, to begin with, it is going to be quite, it's going to be transaction in the sense of um, not that I want to turn you into a number and and like um, make you part of my growth statistic or something like that. But just being aware that, that what they're thinking is, oh, you like, did, did I enjoy the service today? Did, you know, and I guess that's the that's the equivalent of going to the restaurant and saying, did you enjoy the meal today? You know, and that, and that sometimes that's just a... Uh, that's what people are thinking about to begin with over time if they go back to that restaurant week on week suddenly they're they're coming because they really get on with the waiter and they they really get on with you know they start to know the chef and all those kind of things that's really really good but the reality is is just what we can't do is is think of people as our statistics that we're you know we're just you know if, if we only ever treat assimilation as you know a growth statistic then we've missed the point entirely it's got to be about we care about you and we care about, yeah. you know, and, and obviously you don't say we care about you. You could probably say it from the stage, but <laughs> you don't say that to them in person. Uh, you, you know, you, you say what you want them to do is just, hey, like, we hope that you enjoyed this. We hope that you got something from it and it was helpful for you. And you know what? You're welcome back. We'd love, we'd love to see you again. And, um, but, and that's probably all you, all, all you really need and it's just helping them you know but if they don't want to come back that's absolutely fine like because sometimes it is just going to be that you know someone's just going to check in once and that's it and that might not be that, that you've done anything wrong it might just be that you never know where life's going and where life's taking people uh and and but all you can do is you can only do that sunday well and you can and and it's not up to in in many senses it's not up to you whether they come back again uh it's you know, you can you can put good systems in place. You can contact people in the week and those kind of things, which are fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with those kind of things, um, and and do that. But it's if they don't come back, it it's you've still as long as you've served them well. That's the main thing. And, yeah. 
yeah, absolutely. You know, I don't think a restaurant's going to be too hot up if a, you know, if someone doesn't come back next week. That is just, did I leave a good impression on you? And so whenever that, whenever that's point that they're thinking about it again, that they would want to come back. And often that's that can be, you know, sometimes we, you know, if, if think of people joining or you know engaging with faith, it can often be, you know, a long process of you know concentric circles of of, of you know there and it can take them a while where they're sort of orbiting on the outside and they might go to church once a year and they might you know and they might spend the time watching youtube videos or something like that and 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 it's just being aware that whenever that comes round again that 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 the impression that you left is one that they think oh that's not a weird place that was they were actually really nice to me and and it did you know and and that's all you can do i think for small churches is if someone doesn't come back don't don't feel like you failed actually just be aware that did we did we serve them well today did we you know like thinking like that kind of like a restaurant did we did we give them good food did were we friendly and did we leave them thinking yeah i'd quite like to come back again um that doesn't mean they'll come back next week but they might come back another time and that's the point and they might say to someone else oh do you know what that was pretty good and actually that's really good if we can get that and just that and it takes the pressure off, you know, someone has to come back next week and we want people to become second time guests and third time guests, but that second time guests thing might happen a year down the line and that's okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We do try to condense it and make it um, slightly as if once you've got them, that it's weekly from there on in. And I, I don't think it quite goes like that. But then the other point is, is like when we say about like assimilation strategy, and I'll I'll be fair to Kerry Newhoff's actual comment is those people that are in who say, what do I do next? There's people that will ask, have you got stuff prepared for those that want to join in? Yeah. And yeah. want to know next steps or have questions of faith and things they might be wrestling with or the awkward questions or stuff that might come up like for people that actually want to make, you know, stay and kind of like make it more their, their home and where they're going to, you know, discover their faith and outwork themselves from. What do you have in place for those that ask? And that, that would be yeah. my other thing is that, you know, we've talked about those that are first time, new time, um, just, you know, and, we know that the patterns of attendance in the UK are, are, are more irregular. We've had a lot of online visits, the, you know, obviously more recently. And I think more people are having that balance of in-person and online still. I'm not sure it's going to, you know, shift back quite as rapidly as we maybe thought, because I think people realise now there's better rhythms to what they're doing and where you connect and when you connect. So it's that being appropriate and recognising who's new, but also for those that come in and just voice it and say, hey, I've enjoyed coming. What do I do? Is are you prepared for that? And I, I think, you know, you've got to rehearse that to an extent that you're not taken by surprise. Because if you look surprised, they're going to go, you don't expect new people. It's yeah. like, you know, it's, it's like, even if it doesn't happen often, you should know what you're doing and have some systems and processes in place as to, hey, yeah, we've got a form. We know how to capture details. We know how to do that with data protection and GDPR. 
yeah, we're not going to bombard you. But if you leave us your email address, we'll be in touch in the next few days. Like, you know, don't don't then go home and half night, you know, like, you know, as soon as they're out of the car park, they're getting messages kind of thing. It's like, what's your time frame? How do you do it? How do you follow up? Work out what's appropriate and what you as a church can manage. So like, you know, yeah. don't go all in on that. Like, you know, they get a message here and a message that like be 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 comfortable with what you're able to achieve and what you're able to sustain as well. And there's there's a big part of it where if you if you're expecting new people to come, so I think there's many churches they don't expect new people to come. And so when a new person does come, that's when they all go, you know, they go crazy because they haven't really thought it through. Um but when you expect a new person to come, so you need to talk as if a new person is in the room, even if you know a new person isn't in the room. I think that's really important. And it feels awkward. It feels weird. But what it's doing is it's it's signaling. And because it's signaling to the people in, in the congregation to say, by the way, we're expecting new people to come. And the other thing is that after a while, you start to get a, a steady flow of new people. And it's the thing that... Um, so my wife is really good at inviting her friends to church that's like she's really she's like got this she's really good sort of evangelism gift and um and what she does is um people always ask her oh well i feel really weird like coming to church and the thing that she always says to them is well we have new people all the time it's really normal like you like honestly you won't stick out at all because we have new people all the time and so and that's a real comfort to people that the fact that it's like oh oh okay oh you do realize you probably won't even be the the, the only new people there you're probably a new person there you're probably one of like loads like there's loads of new people all the time it makes someone feel better because if you're orienting your service to say we we're expecting new guests and we have new guests and new guests yeah. are normal like you just got it it's getting over that like initial hump of the of the thing of like this is now no longer a novelty this is a normality it's expected and and of course there's a big part of that where you need to have you need, you need to work well on your service so that your friends so that your um your your congregation want to invite their friends and that's probably a whole podcast in and of itself that we can do um but um uh, but, so, but if you can get over that that thing then actually you just you break down those barriers that people go oh no okay we have new people all the time that's you're, you're really welcome here that's just it puts people at ease straight away yeah i think there's there's an important thing to pick up on there is that not everybody is like an in an inviter in the same way like mm-hmm. we ask people to like you know invite people but i think we need to understand like the shape and the makeup of what we have in communities and churches that like some people just do it other people it's much more one to one and some people you know it's 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 a big deal like so when we're putting it out there is that it's very uneven across the spread of who we have as to where those invitations come from and who does what and it's probably why we have to make much more of the specials and the invitational services of you know that's when you need to know what your next steps and what you say to visitors is there because if it captures somebody's attention at a special event like christmas and easter or you've got it up because you've had a christening slash dedication slash baptism kind of uh service is if it piques somebody's interest what can you what can you give them that they can 
look at and do on their own without a person being involved as well. Because, you know, they, they've been brought there today by uh, function, by purpose. You know, they've come to something specific and it, you kind of enter into that cultural Christianity invitation. Like, what's the follow-on if they, like, go, no, there's something There's something here, I'd like to come back. There was something about where you presented it or, you know, what, what other stuff do you do? Not everybody's first-time entry is also going to be your sunday yeah like there a lot of the first time entries can be those more you know the the cultural ones you know the ones that are the bits that are that we still actually have most a lot of in in the uk we have a lot of the cultural christianity of you know weddings and um well yeah weddings funerals and baptisms dedications christenings kind of thing it's very much you know a lot of people still hold to that so it's, you know, what do you do off the back of those for people who've been in to say a bit more about what you do without it also looking like, a, oh, well, while we've got you here, we're, you know, it, and putting it, you know, impressing it upon people. It's how you serve and serve well up out of those positions. Go on, Chris, what's your, what's your third? Yeah, my third one for assimilating first-time guests is to get a fly on the wall. Uh, please do not get a literal fly on the wall because that's a bit gross. Um, but a, a figurative fly on the wall, because I think someone who's seeing it from the perspective of being the first time guest is going to help you immeasurably because you, in reality, you as a pastor will never be able to see your first time guest in their eyes. You can never see it through their eyes because you're just so used to it. You walk into your church building and you know exactly where the loos are you know exactly where the people are you know the color of the carpet you know where the coffee's going to be you know everything and all of those things are so now ingrained in you that you'll never know what that's like so you can't walk in and see it through those eyes so you need to get someone who is brand new to it to be able to walk in and and ask those questions and then start for that person to be able to feedback to you what their experience was and you've got to listen to it uh, because they are going to give you some brutal feedback and that's something that we do that we do what we classed as a secret shopper assessment uh, and um, which is quite funny I was watching an episode of, I don't know if you've seen the, the tv show Superstore uh, it's on Netflix it's uh, set in a superstore and uh, but they, there's one episode where it's, so it's like a supermarket basically is set in a supermarket and they they have one episode where they have a a, a um a secret shopper, and so they're constantly trying to guess which one's the secret shopper going around, uh, and um, but at the, in the end it was trying to like you know you're trying to see things of like well, what happens if we treated everyone like they you know they, they say well, what happens if we treated everyone like they were the secret shopper, um, and they went no can't do that, <laughs> um, but I think that it's 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 true that the, that nothing can beat that experience of someone who's going to deliberately come in and see it through the eyes of a first-time guest and see it from uh, they're going to experience the awkwardness and i mean when i do it because i'm naturally an introverted person um so i come in and i feel awkward straight away and so all of this is a process of how can i feel less awkward so i don't come in feeling really confident really like ready to meet people i find it a little bit awkward so i understand what it's like for people who find it really awkward and uh, and 
And so I've had a number of those experiences and having that experience for you. And so for someone to do that and we can do that for you is um, it will really, really help you. And it will give you um, it will give those kind of fresh eyes on things will really help. And seeing it from a perspective of someone that you don't know that you haven't met, that can come in, just see your service from a completely different angle um it's invaluable information to get so I'd, I'd always recommend get yourself a fly on the wall even if it is you know you just get someone a friend of yours that's not been to church before to say hey just come along and just give us some some feedback uh, or you can you know go up to the level of getting people that do this partly as a living you know we do this as our that's part of our our job is to come in and, and do those things and so you can go from from that kind of you know the the different scales of it but it's worth doing and i recommend every church to do it i'd say do it once a year, get someone that's going to come in and just be fresh eyes on it. Great. Well, I think that we could, I think, I think there's some, some good assimilation tips there. Just be natural. Be natural, be normal and uh, be, be friendly. Don't, don't be overbearing recognize that people are coming from the for the content and that the, to begin with they don't want the community but but after a certain time that's what they'll want they'll stay for the community so you've got to have the community's got to be on has always got to be on option easily readily available here's where you need to go one clear place if you get those things right you'll get a good assimilation strategy absolutely absolutely well thanks as always chris well, thank you, thank you, Lee. Thank you as always. And uh, I got to do the thanks. Oh well, that's always a good thing. Oh, I'll make sure I leave this in the podcast and don't don't cut it out. So, um, thank you so much as always. We'll we'll, we'll be back next week for another podcast. And uh, uh, whatever we're going to talk about next, I have no idea. But we'll get back to another podcast uh, coming out on Tuesdays, as we always try and get. We, need, to, we need to start checking the podcast email. So, if anybody out there wants to drop in something that they've got a thought on or ideas for guests or people to talk to about it, then, you know, just please drop us an email at podcast at thinking.church. And, uh, yeah, we, we love to, we love to see the feedback and, uh, yeah, it'd be great to get some suggestions about what could help you. And if there's something that we could, uh, work up and talk about, that'd be great. Yeah. Thanks so much, Lee. See you next week. Thank you very much. See you next week. <laughs>